Hello everybody, this is Jesse Shrek with Practical Missions Cohorts, and uh, here we are in Italy as usual, uh, serving the Lord, making uh, disciples, evangelizing, and planting biblical churches. Uh, today's update is titled uh, Italian Worship. I have it here in front of me. I'm just going to uh, share some of the things from this particular 10-day uh, update that we sent out by email to our uh, ministry partners, and uh, unpack a couple of things, give it a little more light, and uh, and then since it's titled Italian Worship and we share an Italian worship song here for those of you uh, to hear, something that we uh, are singing in church, in one of the church plants, we uh, We'll go ahead and close today with one of those songs so you can hear it. Uh, so let's just jump in uh, to the verse today, which comes from Matthew 20, verse 28. And it says this, Even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Uh, the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. This is a big statement, and we often easily overlook it. So I just want to remind us and challenge us to really consider what this means and what it is that the, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, uh, God in the flesh, taking on flesh, he, he came down to this earth, not only looked upon the earth full of sinners, but was moved with compassion and, and came, took on flesh, limited himself in a very real way, uh, though still fully God, and uh, lived among us, grew up, lived among us, began his ministry, uh, preaching, teaching, often wanted only for things he could offer people. And then when it came to the difficult realities of the gospel, uh, many would leave uh, to the point even when he was wrongly uh, judged and then crucified and so on, everybody abandoned him and uh, all these different things that he went through. <clears throat> um, but he, in reality, should have been served. At one point, we even read the story when he washed the disciples' feet, something reserved only for servants and slaves, and uh, and waiting around, looking, and no one uh, among the disciples even took initiative to wash each other's feet, and no one even to wash the, the, the king, the Messiah, his feet. Uh, and ultimately then, Jesus uh, made a point and taught a lesson and said, uh, I'll show you guys how it works. Yeah, And he got up acted as if he was a servant or a slave and began washing the the disciples' feet, uh, feet washing uh, the feet of sinners, being himself fully holy and so on, and made a real, real point here. It is a big deal uh, that Jesus Christ came to serve and not be served. If anybody ever deserved to be served, it would have been Jesus Christ. It is Jesus Christ. and uh, But in reality, he came to serve us because we desperately needed it. Lost in our sin, depraved, uh, dead in our sin, enemies of God, and so on. And He came and He served us also ultimately by going to the cross, dying for our sins, taking the wrath of God the Father upon Himself in our place. And now He's risen. He's uh, risen indeed, alive and reigning. And He calls us and sends us to go and do the same to be servants. And uh, we serve by uh, obeying Jesus Christ, knowing His will, knowing His word, living according to His will, living according to His word, uh, uh, but also being fishers of men, going out, evangelizing the lost, being witnesses, proclaiming the good news, and so on. Uh, just as he sent us to be a witness. Uh, so uh, it's our privilege to serve, and uh, we thank you guys who serve by praying for this ministry and giving to this ministry, making it possible for us to keep serving full-time uh, in this uh, extremely barren spiritual land uh, here in Italy, the spiritual jungle of Italy. Uh, so thank you guys for that, and God bless us as we continue to uh, joyfully serve the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. And I, I love Brother uh, Spurgeon, who was known for saying uh, something to the to the effect that uh, he would encourage people, why would you desire and seek to become king here on this earth? Why would you desire that when you can be a servant 
to the King of Kings, to the Lord of Lords in the kingdom of God. Now, that's just astounding. It's astonishing. We always are striving uh, to get up this ladder, to do this, to do that. When in reality, we and we forget the great privilege, the great honor it is to be able to serve Jesus Christ. No small thing in any measure. Amazing, amazing. And we, we too easily get caught up in the ways of the world and we forget our greatest call is to lower ourselves, take up our cross, and follow Jesus Christ by serving others to the glory of God. And uh, that's that's our high calling. So anyway, let's jump into this now and let's look at a couple of these things from today. Uh, there is a, a link, as I mentioned, which we'll have also in the show notes, and we're going to play one of these songs here at the end to an Italian worship song. So we want to share that with you and see uh, some of the fruit of your labor. People are praising the Lord Jesus Christ uh, on Sundays as we gather, um, but we trust also during the week as they live uh, every day under the Lord to honor His name uh, out of obedience, uh, living for Him, honoring Him, and so on. Uh, and that's a great thing. And uh, uh, these are folks who would not be gathering around the Word, most likely right now, if not for missionaries coming and preaching the gospel, uh, laying down their lives, serving others, and uh, proclaiming the good news, and uh, and then gathering folks together to um, form the body of Christ. And uh, that's great. So uh, the short update is uh, we hope you all had a good holiday break and are starting off the new year uh, well. Uh, we are now in the cold, dark, and foggy months of Venice. Uh, at the moment, the sun is shining, and after this, I'm going out to evangelize. Uh, it's that time of the day here. Uh, we have a few hours where the sun comes out and then it's dark. Uh, but in the evenings, it's dark, it's foggy, and it's very humid. In the mornings, all through the night, foggy, humid, dark. Uh, but we're pushing through by God's grace. Uh, Cornelius, he's now back at the nursery school in the mornings. Uh, and he's doing great there. The kids, uh, he has friends, and he comes in and they say, Hey, Cornelius, hey! And they get excited. Uh, something special is going on, and we, we praise God for that. Uh, but he's in a, a good routine again. Uh, the illness has passed. Uh, we've each had uh, different colds and flu and things. Uh, but by God's grace, we're, we're today all well for the most part. And uh, that's good. Evangelism is continuing. I got tracks here on hand, ready to go. After this, I'm going back out. And uh, by faith, trusting the Lord has people here. He's calling unto himself, and uh, people need to be engaged with the truth. And uh, and the Holy Spirit is at work to call people unto the Father, to draw people unto the Father, to regenerate people, and so on. Uh, so we're going back out soon for that, and that's continuing now on a daily, regular basis, by God's grace. Not as much as we would like. I'd like to be out four, eight hours a day. Uh, but with the other uh, responsibilities we have, uh, we can't do as much as we want. But to that end, we are pray- praying for missionaries, which is the thrust of our message today as well. More missionaries are, are key. It's great. It's a great uh, way for people to get involved. And together, we become a, a mini church body that's bearing fruit, gathering as the body of Christ. And other people come in alongside of everybody. And we're evangelizing the lost as a group and so on and making disciples. Uh, to the end goal of church planning. So discipleship is continuing as well. Uh, we're picking up next Wednesday the discipleship uh, gatherings uh, midweek in the Udine church plant. Uh, so uh, the midweek gathering is a time to uh, sit down, eat, share a bite to eat, open the Word of God. And at the moment we're going through um, uh, a 12-part discipleship training. And uh, the idea being uh, everyone gets a good panorama of what the Bible teaches, uh, a good uh, foundation of biblical doctrine, what it means to be a Christian and, and all this. And then uh, to the point that when they're done, they should be able, by God's grace, to teach this to somebody else as well. And that's just how uh, things work uh, since since the Lord first sent out His disciples. Uh, so that's continuing uh, discipleship and uh, church planning as well. Uh, if we would do just evangelism, that's great. If we do just discipleship, great. Uh, but even better is when you do both of those and gather everybody together and plant biblical churches uh, where... Uh, 
men are trained into the pastoral ministry eventually and uh, are able to, uh, by God's grace, oversee the flock as we move on apostolic style uh, to continue planting more churches, just like the Apostle Paul and those who are with him, his apostolic band. Uh, so praise God for that. All that is happening. Uh, we also praise God that... Um, we potentially now have a good spot for hosting conversational English classes here in our area, uh, in the Mestre area. Uh, uh, even if we don't have the association yet, which we're waiting on, and uh, Lord willing, we'll have that in March, and we can utilize that for renting places if we need to, and also for doing the group evangelism, which uh, we'll be doing next summer, and so on. Uh, now, uh, the other prayer, again, is uh, more missionaries. If we have, And it looks like next summer, this summer, we'll be having uh, some interns who can help out with the ESL. Uh, they, they can focus on that and be a, a good thrust of their ministry while they're here. Uh, gathering folks together and doing English classes to help them better their English, their conversational English. Uh, but more missionaries to be doing that on a regular and consistent basis, we can, uh, we can pray for that now. But praise God, we do seem to have a location that should work. And uh, we can, at any time, as soon as we have uh, hours and ability, uh, we can begin... Uh, setting up those conversational classes, six to eight people gathering around once or twice a week for an hour and uh, for four weeks, five weeks, helping them with their English, getting to know them, and also exposing them to uh, the body of Christ. Uh, Punto di Luce, church plant. Uh, we have an update here. We're encouraged uh, to see the Lord working in a variety of ways in this church plant. Sometimes we're discouraged. Other times we're encouraged. But overall, we are encouraged because uh, people are gathering uh Testimonies are being given. The Lord is at work. Uh, the word is being proclaimed. The hearts are being convicted. People are growing in grace and knowledge of the Lord. And uh, and it's a joy uh, to be a part of the body of Christ. It's a wonderful thing. Uh, so we thank the Lord for what He's doing there and how He's sustaining us and helping us uh, as we uh, spend ourselves and sacrifice ourselves to go and serve our brothers and sisters there and to see more people saved. Uh, you can join us for prayer in these couple ways here. What do we have? Uh, the preaching series. We're going through the Gospel of Mark. Pray that as we continue to go through the Gospel of Mark, uh, the Holy Spirit would work and everyone would encounter Jesus Christ, uh, knowing Him for who He truly is, worshiping Him, loving Him, uh, surrendering their lives to Him, living for Him in every aspect of life. Uh, pray for the discipleship studies, which I already mentioned. We're restarting that on the 15th, next Wednesday. Pray for that, that it be fruitful, encouraging time, great time, and the group would continue to grow. Uh, uh, in, in every way, also in number. More people would come and be a part of that. A potential ESL outreach to develop also in this area, the Udine area. Uh, and that means, uh, Lord willing, we can uh, we can rally up some of the folks there, and some have showed an interest in this already, uh, to begin hosting their own outreach uh, together because a number of them speak really good English. A couple have lived in the States before. Uh, perfect English, and they can be uh, used by the Lord to uh, be a blessing and serve people of their town, gather in conversational classes, uh, six day people once a week or something like this, and uh, help other people speak English better as an outreach and uh, expose them again to the Church of Christ and to the gospel. Make sure everybody gets a Bible by the end of the course and uh, some good tracks, and, and potentially then new relationships form, people coming and, and hearing the Word of God, coming to church functions, and things like this. Uh, but meeting Jesus Christ ultimately is what we pray for. Uh, so pray for that to happen. That could potentially start up uh, sometime before the end of the winter, maybe in the spring, uh, and that would be a great thing. We would just coach them and guide them uh, through that process and then find a way to get there once in a while and meet the people uh, they're reaching out to. But a great initiative, great opportunity. Pray that it actually happened. Pray that God uh, give courage and excitement about that uh, to, to see it uh, happen. Salvations, uh, pray for salvations to happen there. Uh, there's a number of people just experimenting, coming, hearing, not yet sure where they stand. Are they saved? Are they not? Pray for uh, people to be soundly saved if they're not yet. And then uh, pray for a new guy named Emanuele, who uh, just came for the first time last week through a mutual friend, heard about us, reached out, and uh, came. He's at a point in his life, he said he's never considered God before at all, but now he sees he needs God. And uh, and he's he stuck around for the whole church service, did really good. 
uh, was attent to the sermon, listening, uh, gaining insight, and then approached me before, right when he got there, and then again right after uh, the service, talked with me again, and we're going to get together uh, for uh, lunch next Sunday. He's planning to come back next Sunday after we're going to have lunch together. Uh, but pray for him. It seems like uh, the Lord is calling him, and this is his time to be saved. So pray for this man. Emanuel is his name. Uh, and then uh, the Vera Vita church plant effort here in Mestre. Just pray for God to move in a way that no one can. We don't have the manpower, uh, people to be out and doing as much as we would normally like to do. Uh, but we know with uh, five loaves of bread and a few fish, Jesus fed the multitude, thousands. And uh, so pray that he bless our, our feeble little efforts and cause them to bear fruit and that families, entire families would get saved and people hungry for the Word of God gathering with us around the Word of God and that in God's timing a church body would form also here. Pray for that to happen. Thanks, guys. Uh, there is a link on here to uh, put it in the show notes as well to the fourth quarter newsletter if you haven't read that, seen that, or heard that. We'll put the links in the show notes. Um, Just a recap of the last year, 2019, uh, in particular the last quarter of the year. And so you can see uh, how your participation in the ministry has been uh, bearing fruit here. Uh, The Q&A, also now available, Ask a Missionary. um, The particular uh, Q&A we answered recently was, what is PMC's view on missionaries with student loans? Uh, So it's a new episode. Uh, You can check that out if you haven't heard it already. And uh, many more to come. We have now uh, a content calendar put together uh, and uh, a number of these questions which we have. I think there's over 15 or 20 already uh, the questions documented, and we just need to uh, audibly answer them for folks. Um, But uh, it's a good ministry. It's a good thing we used to do uh, since we became missionaries, always involved in missionary panels where people get to ask missionaries questions, real-life questions, get answers, and better get a firmer understanding of their particular role in the Lord's global mission. Uh, So keep sending in the questions and keep your ear out and keep attent for uh, more of those answers coming in this first quarter of 2020. Uh, Blog post, uh, nothing has changed there. We haven't put anything new up recently, but there is something on here that teaches if you want to know better what uh, Catholics believe about baptism and regeneration and these kinds of things, uh, you can always check that out. And there's other many resources there through the blog as well. Cohorts for next summer, each are potentially, uh, yeah, in theory, they're booked here. And now we're working with the different groups uh, to get them uh, their trips customized and put together so they can start uh, sending in the rest of their funds and uh, getting themselves here uh, for next summer. So we're excited about that. Pray it all work out and uh, that many people get evangelized, uh, many people get involved. Uh, some get saved, and the churches continue to grow in every way. Vision trips still a possibility for this new year, 2020. If you're interested or you or your church, uh, just reach out to us. Uh, one of those cohorts actually turned into a vision trip. It will be a vision trip uh, the late May, early June, and uh, where people get to experience the ministry here, learn more about Italy, the realities, what's going on, and how their efforts can play uh, a role in what the Lord is doing here. Uh, great opportunity as well. Administrator, ESL, outreach director, all great opportunities for some folks out there. If you're interested, just shoot us an email, info at practicalmissions.org. And uh, that's it for today, guys. Uh, thank you for your support. Thank you for your prayers, for your love, and your participation in the ministry. And God bless you guys. Like Jesus driven to his cross, so we drive ourselves to this singular task of church planting in Italy exclusively. And as an old friend of ours who is now with the Lord used to say, uh, what does all that mean, really? Um, he would always have this saying that he says, if the juice ain't worth the squeeze. If we had to do something, but it was all complicated and hard to do and 
he would say, the juice just ain't worth the squeeze, man. It's not worth it. It's not worth all the effort to do that. You're not the fruit you get out of it isn't worth all the effort. If you can imagine your oranges are hard and they're, they're you're turning and turning and hardly any juice is coming out, uh, stop turning those oranges. Go buy a box of orange juice and just drink it that way. The juice isn't worth the squeeze. And uh, ultimately, what I just said, uh, our slogan at PMC, we're like Jesus driven to his cross, so we drive ourselves to the singular task of church planning in Italy exclusively. Same concept. Uh, if it Whatever it is in the ministry, if it doesn't help us in our end goal of evangelizing, making disciples, and planting biblical churches, uh, it potentially the juice just is not worth the squeeze. Whatever it is that we do, as long as it fits into those three categories and helps us honor the Lord, serve the Lord to the glory of His name, uh, the juice is worth the squeeze. So, practical missions has to do with that kind of effect. Uh, the things that uh, are practical, that are doable, and uh, give God most glory. Uh, things He commanded and and methods and ways of doing it that uh, are actually doable by the average person and to the glory of God alone. Thanks for being a part of the ministry. Enjoy this last song here, guys, and God bless you. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the Church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.